Welcome to another episode of Heroes and a podcast where we talk about heroes and comics, movies, TV shows, and wrapping up Nathan Drake's saga. Basically, if it's part of geek culture, we're going to talk about it. I'm Andy. And I'm Cody. And today we are talking about Heroes and Captain America Civil War. This is year two. This is it. Episode 53. We've officially made it a year. (laughs) Your wife has to listen. Brittany, how are you doing? Uh, Let's get into it. I'm really excited for this episode. Uh, since it's such a big episode, we are calling up a new superhero to the team. It's our pleasure to announce that the John Pinto is joining Team Heroes and John. Go ahead and say hello. Hello. Did you just call me the John Pinto? Yeah, the, yes. Not not any other John Pinto. <laughs> yeah, because the, there are several of us. The John Pinto. <laughs> uh, as usual, when we have a new guest on the podcast, we uh, we throw out and we ask you some silly questions. Uh, all of this is so that uh, our listeners. Uh, get to know you on a um, on a geeky note, but also just on a laid back, cheesy note. Yeah, a little more <laughs> silly, a little more personal. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Not too personal. Though. No, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so we have a few questions for you, John. Um, first one, pretty pretty simple question. Um, would you? It, it, I'm not gonna say anything. I'm just gonna uh, ask yeah, a question. Yeah, I'm just, just ask a question. Just ask a question. Just stick Mario. Or Luigi. Is, is this a reference to me being Italian? No. <laughs> I, I didn't know that, but now everyone, I guess, uh, you're a personal note. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I see it's going to be that kind of show. It's, uh, I'm going to go with Mario. Mario. Only because okay. I'm old, and I remember him from Donkey Kong. Okay. And that's probably the last time I've played. Really? Um, I, no Mario Kart? No. Nintendo Wii, nothing. Okay. No, okay, my okay. son has my son plays it. I might have played Mario Kart once. That's the the weird racing game with like the <laughs> racetrack, like yeah, in outer that's space. The one. That's the all one. Right, all right, I played that one. <laughs> that's I'm, incredible. I'm gonna sound really old now. <laughs> I love it. I love all it. All right. Uh, next question is your favorite cereal. When we asked Mark Flood this question, he said like breakfast cereal? Yeah. Raisin bread. Oh, I I almost answered like yeah, see, that's going to make me sound even older, like a movie serial. Uh, Captain Marvel no, from 1940. No, 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 no. Uh, favorite cereal, Frosted Flakes. Frosted yeah. Flakes. Yeah. Those one. are more than good. They're, they're gr- yeah, they're great. <laughs> they're, they're great. That was perfect, Cody. I like that. Uh, last question. We always ask this question. Uh, if, you're able, if you were able to have coffee with any fictional character in any realm whatsoever like who would do i want to have coffee with yeah any fictional character fictional character yeah fictional okay um i'm gonna go with the doctor the doctor the doctor the doctor is it the doctor i don't know well you can't call him doctor who that's not his name he's Uh, the doctor okay okay i mean i don't watch doctor who but i understand that he says Actually, if you don't mind, it's just the doctor. It is right? the doc. No one calls him Doctor Who on the show. Ah, I see. I don't watch the name. The name of the show is a question. Oh, like, I'm learning like, more and more yeah. by the end of this podcast. Maybe we should start watching this. <laughs> I don't one, know. I feel I... like one of us. My concern is if I start watching Doctor Who, I'll lose myself in the geek world and I'll never come it's back. A, again it's or a something. deep. I feel like that's like deep in the geek, like geekdom. I think it used to be. You know, it's more mainstream now. I think so too. I, I think yeah. Where would has. you? Where People would are, I? Put, where would I you jump in? Yeah. I I always say start with um the newest Doctor's first story. Okay. You know because he changes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I I would start with whoever the current Doctor is. Start with his first story. Uh, so Peter okay. Capaldi. And Peter right. Capaldi. I would start with his, and then if you like it, then go backwards. Okay. Okay. See, I've never been told that before. I've always been that's told, helpful. Well, like if you, you go can't, on you can't go all the way back to the beginning. Well, that's a, that's the overwhelming. You have to go all the way back. Yeah. You have to, yeah. Right. Exactly. You have to go to 1963, and not all the episodes exist right, anymore. Like so some you're got burned up in a fire or something. Yeah, they're missing. They got wiped clean. No, it's true. That was the thing. That was the thing. No, we're burning for their they were wiped clean they yeah. were literally oh yeah, yeah. Were, so uh but I'm then i've been told learning. to go to where it says new episodes on netflix yeah. okay. of doctor who but then that's still like three or four seasons at this point so okay it's still i like your recommendation of wherever the doctor is now go to his first i like that go well, to his first people one. always say who's your favorite doctor even though he's supposed to be the same character mm-hmm. right well, i always say one, the yeah. current favorite the current like ones doctors oh, right now, right yeah. i always say the current one's my favorite because otherwise you're 
never going to get your old doctor back. That's true. Right. You know, okay. You, you just got to love the new doctor. You're just living with disappointment. Yeah. <laughs> I'm learning. This is incredible. All right. Um, you would you might think this is a Doctor Who episode, but but it's not. It's not. It's not a Doctor Who episode. I'll today. be back for the Doctor Who episode like when you two like guys that. start watching that one. Um, but like like I said earlier, or Cody said it. I can't remember now. One of us said it. One of us said it. We're talking about Captain America: Civil War. Uh, let's just jump right into it. And it's it's gonna be it's a big episode, so let's just go right into it. Um, John, since you're our guest, wait, wait, sugar smacks. I'm changing my answer. To sugar <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I like that. Sugar I like smacks. That. I like that. I, I respect the, the change. Like having to think about it a little bit longer. Um, John, let's talk about the movie. Uh, came out this past weekend. What are your first impressions after seeing it? I, now, you've only seen it once? Just once. I saw okay. it last night. Yeah, just saw it once. Um, what are your first impressions of the movie? I was elated. It was amazing. I, I was really, really thrilled with the movie. Awesome. Very cool. Very cool. Um, and you saw it last night. Any expectations going into it? Any like... Always a little bit of apprehension. Okay. Yeah, uh, you know, I don't know um, if I'm getting old and, and cranky harder to please yeah as as i get older but um spider-man is, is like my one of my favorite i mean superheroes i followed spider-man mm-hmm. so i was a little kid that was mm-hmm. like the first book i read so always like reintroducing him you know is the suit gonna be right is the actor That's gonna true. be yeah, right yeah. you know my expectations for for him were, were so high mm-hmm. i didn't know if they were gonna meet it yeah so th- that that was my appreh- only apprehension really going in. I was really looking forward to this movie for a long time. Otherwise, even if Spider-Man wasn't in it, I was still looking forward to this movie. Sweet, sweet. CP, how about you, man? What were your first thoughts, your first impressions of it? I uh, <laughs> I left the theater with a feeling of sadness. Okay. But it wasn't the same feeling of sadness that I left the theater when I saw Batman v Superman. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I, it knew, wasn't the same, I knew it. It wasn't the same feeling. When I left Batman v Superman, it was, I spent money on this. When I <laughs> when I left this movie, it was, uh, my. I felt like almost... Like if you watch like something really dramatic, like like a like maybe Gone Girl, you know, where yeah. it's just like emotionally exhausting. Yeah, that's kind of where I was felt or where I was at with this movie. Well, that, that's a, that's a good feeling then when you come out of yeah, a movie yeah, like you know, that, yeah, right? Was, that's I yeah. think that's a success. That you were invested in it, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah like checking the watch, like sad, like when is this going to be over? Yeah, exactly, I, I could be exactly, doing something else. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I I really enjoyed it. I thought they did a great job um, making making the tension feel. That it was real and it was necessary, um, and that I, I credit to them for also making Cap and Tony both seem justified, you yeah. know, in their actions. That was right. that was what my big, I guess, if you're talking, you know, concerns going in was, um, and maybe it's just because I'm an Iron Man fan. Maybe it's yeah. just, you know, maybe it's because Tony Stark's my guy uh, mm-hmm. in that in that you know duality. But uh, I was worried that Iron Man was going to be painted out to be the bad guy too much, and I don't feel like that was the case uh, at all. Yeah. How about you, Andy? Uh, I really, I really liked it. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I really liked it, and I'm, I'm gonna echo what John said about having to being harder to please when it comes to these movies. Um, I think it's the podcast, like, I think it's the podcast's fault. Like, I think, I think since we, since we started the podcast, I mean, I've, we've grown up. <laughs> yes, but I also <laughs> feel like I'm, I've become more critical of these movies. Where I I'm really making sure that everything connects and the storyline really develops and that these characters have enough screen time and all of this and um, so I feel like if I'm I've become more and more critical of these movies, um, which is I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but it is what it is at this point. But um, I I really really enjoyed it. I had a couple problems with it. I don't think it was a perfect movie, um, but I really really enjoyed it overall. Um, and my concern going into it or my expectation going into it was how, how like the, you know, the movie studio and the directors, the producers, uh, how were they going to do with introducing all these characters and like the villain and all this stuff? Like, I just thought like, there's so many people on screen, like how are they going to do this and pull it off? And they did a great job. (laughs) Like, yeah, that's usually a really big problem, isn't it? I mean, how do you, how do you give equal screen time to all those different characters and yeah they, and they did they really did balance this one really well i i really enjoyed it and it was almost like um 
Because that you know we, you kind of hear that complaint with like maybe like some of the Avengers, like the first one or the second one, like or any movie where they have too many villains or something yeah right it's like the kiss of death now yeah too many characters yeah and so like you know how are they gonna really develop all these characters and make you really care for the all of these at the same time but i i feel like they did just a great job and so that was my big expectation or concern going into it was like are they gonna pull this off because i i don't know if i've seen it done correctly yet maybe i mean besides the avengers movies like but i think the the credits to the avengers movies with the exception of hawkeye we had multiple movies or you know at least one movie dedicated to each character by themselves yeah so then we we knew them going into it at least i think the concern my like to echo that my my big issue was or my concern going in was how do we like the new people? Mm-hmm. How do we meet the new people and get to get well adjusted to them? Well, it know, could be the subtle enough. way because Hawkeye did appear in Thor. In Thor, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like it was a a real kind of right. quick thing. But at least they they dropped that seed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. So, but um, so okay, so that was the first impression. Let's go to social media. Let's go to Twitter. A lot of you guys have been uh, tweeting at us, giving your your guys's one emoji review. So we just want to share and give some shout outs on Twitter. Yeah, the first one that we got uh, comes from uh, Flitch and Figure, which do, they do some cool woodworking. Yeah, uh, and you know, and stuff that I don't really know about, but <laughs> Flitch and Figure are complex woodworking terms. So yeah. <laughs> you can follow them at Flitch Figure. Uh, they gave us. I, I think it's different on our phones, but mine is. It's I have the I, iPhone iOS, okay. so it's it's a gasping face yes. uh, with the blue blue head kind of. This is their one emoji review. I'm assuming that that means it's a good thing. Yes, I, I got a similar because I have an Android, so I have a, the emoji looks similar. Um, but I'm a, the way I interpret it that they're they're passing out like th- that was incredible. Was that's so my good. that's that's <laughs> my inter- interpretation of it. Uh, we also uh, shout out to uh, at Mikey Sackrider. He just gave it just the, the claps, just the, the hands clapping, just clapping. He just applause uh, applauding the movie. Um, so that that's awesome. Um, Next one we have comes from uh, at Matthew. Uh, is it at, at yeah at Matthew underscore Sanders? Yep, uh, and that is a face with dying the X's over the eyes. <laughs> I I tweeted we tweeted back at him asking if that was a good thing because I think it was there, a, it, it, Matt hated it didn't he? No, no, no Matt, I think he, he liked it. it. He said <laughs> Matt, he, he I replied, can't believe you hated it. He, he replied back and said it was so good. I could have died. Oh, I think okay, it's the best MCU movie so far. He might I think have. Have you heard from fun. him since? <laughs> he may, maybe, yeah. Maybe Amanda <laughs> tweeted that. I think that's the fun of the one emoji review is you don't, like, I, I posted my one emoji review, which was the raised hands. Yes, you did. Um, and yeah. somebody commented, are you praising are you praising baby Jesus? <laughs> I was like, we are, that's awesome. <laughs> so we also had a lot of you guys who just give us your, your thoughts on it. So at Jeremy Mefford, um, you know, you gave it a 7.5 out of 10. And you didn't like it as much as you like Batman v Superman. It's all right. It's okay. It's his opinion. It's it his, is his opinion. He's his entitled op- to it. I think it. that's Andy's opinion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also, uh, we also had a uh, last one here uh, from, uh, at H Richards 2000, um, she's talking about it's tied with Guardians, uh, my new favorite Spider-Man. Uh, Black Panther was amazing, uh, but then she says, but some of the other characters were very weak. Interesting. Interesting. I don't know that. Do you mm. feel that way? I don't. I don't know. What do you think? I, I do. I, I oddly enough, I think the villain. You let's think, all right let's 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 talk about let's talk about the new characters uh just the overall component of the of the movie of the story and all that um so first off you you we brought it up already let's talk about the villain so yeah. the villain of this movie uh was not it was not really you know either team iron man or team captain america but it really was uh there was a villain behind it all it was baron zemo what are your thoughts, they, John? They never called him Baron Zemo, did they? Well, they no. I, they said his first they name. They said Zemo, but they, yeah. they just I think they were just calling him Zemo. Maybe yeah. is Baron too comic booky, I think maybe. Or maybe he'll develop into Baron well, Zemo. Y- well, right. I mean Potentially. Well, Zemo. Sure. Nonetheless. nonetheless. Yeah. John, we were Well, were it's thoughts? not your typical villain for like this multi superhero thing, right? Because last time we had Ultron and before right. that it was, you know, the alien invasion, yeah. Loki. You know, this was you know, like just a guy who figured out how he could pit one against the other. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was. Uh, I was. I, it's. I don't know if 
if it ranks up there, in my opinion, as one of the better villains of the MCU. Yeah. Um, I'm, I give it, I give him credit to uh, have a different take on the villain. You know, I think that's a better way of putting it. I'll recant then. I'll, I won't say he's weak. You know, I always say that like with sequels, the problem is they always think they have to up the ante for the movie. Yeah, right? Yeah. The threat has to be higher. The explosions right. have to be bigger. Yeah. You know, and I don't feel it has to be that way. You know, yeah. it could be an equal threat. Because it's still a threat. Yeah. You know, so I like the fact that, you know, now that you say that, I think I like the fact that they went, it, a normal person can pose a threat to mm-hmm. these otherworldly heroes. Right. Yeah. And I, I I liked that they, that with Zemo, they, they made his, his motivations kind of justifiable. And like, yeah. you know, the story where he's unpacking how his family, you know, his family died because he told them, no, you're, you're safe where you're at. Yeah. And they ultimately weren't. I think Mm. that like, it's hard, I guess much, much like, you know, the, a good villain thinks that they're doing the right thing, Mm. you you know, in the same way, I think Zemo had that going for him and credit to to him to be able to figure all this out and know that like he, he mentions stronger men than I have, have taken them on and failed. So the only way that I could make them like, get rid of them is to pit them against each yeah. other yeah. Uh, and tear them apart from the inside. I, I so just realized I I've that. waffled twice already on this podcast. I've no. waffled on the villain. And I've waffled on breakfast cereal. <laughs> <laughs> You're perfectly fine. This is great. I love it. I, I, there's no complaints whatsoever. So I, I think it's not the John Pinto. It's the indecisive. <laughs> I really, at least I think so. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. No, I, I mean, may change I, your mind here. <laughs> I, I really liked him. Um, it was, but again, it, it was a diff- just a different take on the villain. Um, maybe maybe I enjoy the um, maybe the grander scale villain, or maybe more that's one that's comic booky. Maybe more um, like more of a, a physical threat kind yeah, of potentially. Idea, like more like an Ultron kind of. I kind of appreciate like I think part of like in my opinion, like I like when our villain looks like the villain like from the comics. Does that make sense? Like I think. Um, so it's it, like it was cool to see Loki. Do so you want him wearing the purple hood with no, the crown? No, it's not. It's not that I necessarily necessarily want him to look like that. <laughs> but it's. I think it's the the nerd in me like freaks out. Like, oh my gosh, it's like Loki. Like they pulled off the look, and then right. he's fighting Thor now. Like this is so cool. But like just for it to be just like a guy behind a computer and like trying to do research. Like it was a cool take. But I, it might like it's not. He's. I'm not gonna really remember him as one of my favorite villains from all the MCU movies. Because because he was so low key. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> low key. So, I like it. Yeah. Uh, I, I on the flip side, I I enjoyed the the kind of you know um, conspiracy element, mm-hmm. I guess, and and like unpacking, you know, what ultimately puts them against each other. You know, there in the end is is the the death of Tony's parents. Mm-hmm. And you know that being the hand of Winter Soldier and him, you know, figuring that out. Yeah, um, I enjoyed. I I thought I thought it was good. I don't know that I liked. I, I would say ultimately I liked Ultron better. Yeah. I think he's probably my favorite of of the villains. As a villain, you mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 As far as just the way I mean, but I think that's probably well, just because it's, it's an I awesome game. Spader. They voice. went a little more bombastic with the performance of, of Zemo, though. It would have come off more like Lex Luthor did. And, and yeah. That Which other is... movie that Andy liked. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that, I mean, there are hints of between, uh, it's funny that you said that, but like with Zemo and then with Lex, like they were trying to, f- they're well, both it's the same plot device. The same yeah. They're yeah. pitting them against each other. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So I thought that, I thought that was, I thought that was kind of cool. Um, let's, let's talk a little I'm bit about start pitting Andy versus Cody. No, no, no. <laughs> so, don't do now, Cody said earlier before you arrived, Andy, that <laughs> no, don't do, don't don't do, do this. Not on you the said, uh, <laughs> uh, you, we, we've talked about the new villain. Let's talk about our new, our new characters. They're not necessarily new, um, to the movies, but Spider-Man, this is the first time we've seen this Spider-Man. How'd you guys feel about Spider-Man? John, why don't you go ahead and get us, uh, get us started. I mean, what, 20 minutes of screen time? I think he's become my favorite cinematic Spider-Man, Yeah, hands down. Mm-hmm. I always said that. I always liked Toby's Peter Parker, but I liked Garfield's Spider-Man. I would agree with you. Right? I like and that. I, th- I like I th- that. Yeah, because Garfield got the wisecracking yeah. part Spider-Man. down, and Toby really had the good. nerdy yeah. part of yeah. Peter Parker down. I think this kid pulled off both. See, I, I think I, my as as far as the ones that have already been done, I think I just loved Andrew Garfield's both. 
personally. Parker and Parker, Spider-Man. yeah. He was more like the loner Peter Parker, yeah. more than the brilliant. More than the br- well, nerdy. I guess I, I think what I enjoyed was about that um, was that he was two different people still. Like he, when he put on the mask and he was Spider-Man, he was wisecracking and, right. and everything. And then when he was Peter Parker, he was socially awkward and mm-hmm. uh, you know, and a little bit like you know, he he was still like you know weird. But yeah. anyway. So you liked Tom Holland's debut as uh, uh, yeah, as brilliant, and fi- finally he looks like a fifteen-year-old kid the way he's supposed to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree with with that. I really, man, I really enjoyed like all. I, it was I was sitting in the movie theater, I was watching it, and I was just like, oh my gosh, I forgot. Like we still have Spider Man to to see, like you know, because he doesn't come in till halfway through the oh, movie, yeah. and so like a lot has happened up to this point. I'm just like. Oh my gosh, this movie is gonna get even better because we still have to see these new characters or all you know all this stuff, and finally we see him and his conversation with Tony Stark in the room was great. And yeah, well done. Yeah, because you know, the big concern like online was, are they gonna rehash the origin again? Mm-hmm. And he only alluded to it. You know, yeah. he yeah. never even said Uncle Ben. Yeah. by name. Yeah, right. You know, he said, you know, if you don't, if you don't do what you can, you know, things go wrong. Yeah. You know, I thought that was great because, you know, they didn't need to beat the fans over the head with it again. Right. It's, it's something that I think we know yeah. at this point. Well, it's nice. Know, it's I been... think Marvel actually, like, listened. They heard that we don't want to see that again mm-hmm. and yeah. didn't yeah. need to. Much, much like with the Incredible Hulk movie, I think. I, I agree. With, I, I think Pinto, I think you said it, What? but well, he's actually a high schooler. I think that was my favorite my favorite element of this of this take is he's a 19 year old like tom holland is actually 19 so he right like he looks apart he fits the bill of of actually being a high school peter parker yeah and he talks and like he he jokes around like a high school peter parker mm-hmm. um and like, yeah, he's, he's geeking about out his, like a 15 right. year old kid do he's <laughs> right he's, right yeah he's totally he's captain america out. he's like a big fan <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah that, that's what i think i loved the most about this spider-man I, I'm gonna I'm gonna echo what you said and say that this is probably my favorite one so it's far. It's so my, crazy, which like, is crazy. Like, know, maybe it's, it's just because he only had 20 minutes and and he wasn't dealing yeah. and oh, he maybe. wasn't dealing with the Rhino and Green Goblin and Electro. Yeah, but you know, I I really did. I really like. They, they this, set the bar high, version. so hopefully the they, movie they did. Yeah. Um. I again, I, I I really enjoyed it, and then I really enjoyed the queens brooklyn thing oh. like i flipped out like it was like <gasps> like i don't know yeah. why like i, I just thought all that was new yorkers brooklyn. really understand yes. that right <laughs> yeah. exactly what, it, this doesn't cap say like you're a strong kid where are you from right yeah, like, something like, yeah, got, like you really got a lot of heart when, yeah. when queens <laughs> when queens showed up on the screen uh-huh. actually i think it was right before when tony's like saying he needs to go get someone i like i was with my friend adam mm-hmm. while watching it and i was like grabbing him like i was so excited because i knew where they were going i was I just couldn't wait anymore. It was, it was good, man. It was I, so exciting. I love that part. That that was a great little, uh, you know, line to throw in the in the conversation. Uh, we also not only did we introduce or get introduced to the new Spider Man, we got introduced to just a whole new character, and that being uh, the Black Panther. So, John, what were your thoughts on on him on on his role? Hit the, I mean, really, he had more of a presence in the movie yeah, than Spider Man. Uh, what what were your takes? I, I on thought him? he was spot on. You know. Uh, I like the subtle touches, like the superhero landing, right? Like Yo, Spider-Man joke. So yeah, but yeah. the Black Panther, like I noticed that every time he landed, it was like almost silent. Yeah. Right. It was you know, so like, good. You know, a nice little touch like that, mm-hmm. I, th- I thought went a long way. And uh, I thought he was great. I mean, yeah. I think, uh, you know, I, I I think the original creators, should, would they see it, they would be pretty proud of it. And mm-hmm. It's nice that they're holding up the legacy mm-hmm. that Kirby, you know, would have yeah. been really thrilled to see his characters portrayed right. Yeah, I, I think that was the coolest thing. And, and maybe it's just because we just did the spotlight on Black Panther, but like when he's landing and he's, and it's, and it's quiet. Like he's, 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 so he's cool. like a cat. You know? yeah. He's like, he's like a panther. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. um, and it's not something that that's, you know, my wife didn't notice. Like, right. I said, that was so cool. And she's like, oh, I didn't even notice. I got to see it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't, yeah. It's, it's not something you necessarily think about, but yeah. it's, it's one of those touches I think is is doing well to you know to the comics i i really loved his suit oh it was incredible um, yeah. it was absolutely incredible <laughs> he's taking like helicopter bullets like you know like that's like i think those are 50 caliber bullets. Like, it was great they're big bullets you know yeah. coming from a helicopter and he just takes it like you know uh and then just the way it looked i thought it did a great job of being a, a suit that looks like it belongs in real life 
you know, but it still like has the tribal influence right. and mm-hmm. still very clearly influenced by the comic books, you know, maybe not as far back as it goes or as Black Panther goes, but, you know, ultimately influenced by comic book versions that we've seen. So, yeah, I, I really I, I love the character and there is I'm glad that that he had a strong presence in the story and I in the overall story what was happening. And um, I'm glad that it wasn't uh, like a short cameo like. Like a, the Spider Man. Right. Well, he already had those Spider Man, right? Yeah. So they don't so, need. Yeah. So I'm glad that he had his role was more important, and um, you know, we were able to see both. You know, him be the Black Panther, but then also him be really now the new ruler of this nation. So like him having to deal with that and that right. responsibility. And was, again, they dropped hints of that in the other Avengers because they mentioned it before. They're yeah. planting that seed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was. I mean, I really just you know both sides of the character. Um, I thought they did really well. Um, but I, I mean, I just I that was probably honestly that was probably my favorite favorite part of the movie was the Black Panther. Like, was this whole new character and just you, you like the Black Panther more than Spider Man? Uh, I think so. I think only nice. because I, I think because it had a, a larger role in the sure. overall story. I think they take Spider Man out because I know when they started filming. They weren't sure if they were going to be able to use right. Spider Man. They, they didn't get him until I think they were. Like, wasn't they had already cast yet, and they were the cameras were rolling. Right, yeah. right, yeah. So like, and so again, you can no, take Spider Man out of this movie, and it doesn't change anything. Right, right. I mean, for, it's just. Are it's, you it's, saying for me? No, no. For, oh. literally out oh, of the story. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. he doesn't really add yeah. or detract to the mm-hmm. story at right. all. Mm-hmm. He's there because they they were able to put him in. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. They right. were excited to get the property yeah. and put him in and introduce the character. Yeah, you know, I'm sure there's an alternate reality where they didn't get Spider-Man, and so they had to get Netflix Daredevil instead. And I would have been just as okay with that (laughs) Um, because that Netflix that that Charlie Cox Matt Murdock is great. Is great. uh, Yeah, I I completely agree. Yeah, I I think I think for me, like, uh, and we kind of can segue into this, but like our favorite part, if we just had to pick one thing about it, I think for me it was probably. Just the whole character of the Black Panther. And I think I think maybe it's because we did the spotlight episode. So it's like we did our research going into the movie just about that one character. So it was almost it was exciting for me to see them pull it off and do it justice, in my opinion, of the character. So it was like uh, so I don't know. I, I think that's why maybe it was uh, as big or maybe my favorite part of the movie. Um, now, did you choose a side before you went into the movie? I... I was leaning towards one side, but I actually shifted sides, I think. And I pretty much like was I like I once I shifted sides, I was on that side throughout the whole rest of the movie. Um, I was leaning towards being on Team Captain America. Um, But the way they played out, the way everything played out in the movie, I was slowly like, I think I think I'm more and more Team Iron Man. And I think it's I think it's the I think it's the rule follower in me. Yeah. And so coming out of the movie, do you feel like you're more Team Iron Man then? I I still think so, and I I'll, and I'll I'll give my reason why when okay. we, when we talk about our least favorite parts because it's tied it's connected to my least okay. favorite part of the movie. But I I throughout the movie, as everything was on you know unfolding, I was slowly like yeah I'm Team Team Iron Man, and the 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 way that Black Widow said it was when they're all like. In the conference room, and they're when reading the ideas first brought up. Yeah, and they're reading the chords and all that. Um, Black Widow says a line, something along the lines of, um, "It's it's a way that we can keep one hand on the steering wheel." Uh, essentially, like, hey, if we sign this, it still gives us some control because it, we're you know, even though like the United Nations are is involved at this point, all this stuff we're still it's us still signing up to be a part of it so we're still you know we're still in it like we still have some pull essentially is what she was trying to say so to me like i was able to follow that logic um john did you have a team that you were going into or did you shift sides? well i you know i never read the comic version of the storyline okay. uh, so i only knew peripherally yeah. what, what it was about so um going in i always said i was on team cap mm-hmm. uh, but, but i think mainly because i was more of a captain america guy than an iron man guy yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and then uh through the course of the movie i uh i i think i stayed on cap's side but after the fact if i thought about it if this was real Mm -hmm. you know if we really did have beings like that walking Mm -hmm. the earth and stuff like that 
I might be on Iron Man's side of that thing. I think I'd want to know what's going on with these people and stuff yeah. like that. But yeah, if I was one of them, yeah, it, it, uh, then I, I'd be absolutely no. It's a different you know? story. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. That sure. makes sense. Yeah. You know, because um, you know, someone much wiser than me said, without information, there's imagination. So, you know, being being on one side of the coin, if I don't know what's going on with these people, I want to know. But if I am one of those people, I know what's going on. And no one else needs yeah, to no know. No one right? else needs. Yeah, right. I like that. I like the way you, Yeah, that's so true. Cody, how about you, man? Did you have a team? Did you switch? Did you stay? What, I, what I was Team Iron Man going in. Okay. And um, and I, I think in I think the success of the movie is that 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 tension, you know, mm-hmm. like like you said, Andy, you you kind of shifted, you know, mm-hmm. from Team Cap and, and you know. Uh, just like you said, John, as well. Um, I was team Iron Man going in, and I think there were moments where I was like, well, maybe Cap's right. Like, And I, I think it's kind of ultimately that the twist of it was all like they were being played by Zemo, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, and at, at that point, it's not even about um, Tony Stark's, the death of Tony Stark's parents, mm-hmm. but just about the fact that it was Zemo made to look like Bucky, you know, to to cause all this in the first place. Yeah. Um. At that moment, I was kind of like shifting, but then I I, th- I thought it through. Ultimately, I'm still on the same side. That I'm for the Accords, mm-hmm. the Sokovia Accords, and even then, when Tony, when Tony finds out that you know uh, that he his parents died. And it, by Bucky's hand, I was entirely on board. Like, that's it. Bucky has to die. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, this is like, I get that. I get that he was brainwashed. I get that it was programming by, by Nazis. But there's supposed to be accountability. But there's still to, yeah, yeah. Like, but yeah. So it's, that doesn't, that doesn't make, you know, if somebody, if, you know, vehicular manslaughter, the person still gets rested. They still, yeah. like, it's still, they still, you know, uh, person's life. so I'm, I'm, I guess I'm calling <laughs> involuntary well, manslaughter. That, that, that's true. Cause you know, um, Classically, in the comic books, the whole Jean Grey storyline, which she became Phoenix, yeah, you know, she was originally supposed to live; she wasn't supposed to die. But um, I don't know how guy, you familiar you guys are with the Marvel method of working in comic books. The, like the, the Marvel, Marvel method, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, is like the writer will just have a basic plot, mm-hmm. tell the artist, and the artist goes goes and draws it, fleshes it out, and gives it back to the writer. Then the writer, based on the drawings puts in the word balloons and the dialogue, stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's yeah. not a full script. Yeah. So Byrne and Claremont work that way. Byrne went off, drew the book. He put one panel in of when she went and absorbed a star, then he drew one panel of like these beings that they lived by that star and they got wiped out. Mm-hmm. So she just committed mass genocide. It was never in the script. It was not supposed to happen. <laughs> the editor saw it and he goes, she, there's no redemption. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. yeah. Like yeah. he he still killed Tony's parents. Right. Yeah. And you know, like whether whether he did or you know it was mind mind, mind control whatever, mm-hmm. he's still like that. Ultimately, was still his thing. So at that point, I was entirely still Team Iron Man. I will say with that Team Iron Man kind of uh, dichotomy, there I I I still don't know that I think that Cap could beat Tony in a fight. Oh, he did though. He did. But so I and I just like I, there's no way Batman can beat Superman. He well that's see yeah but we'll see like <laughs> <laughs> that's also that's true. true. So I I read an article um that's and it's true. it's on well um, if it was an Iron Man movie Iron Man would have won but it was Cap but it was a Cap movie <laughs> yeah so Cap, Cap, Cap's on the marquee yeah, so uh, th- this is uh, I read an article by uh it's on the source which is uh, a website put out by superhero stuff.com yeah. um and uh, you know so it's an editorial by uh, Tyrus Buck and they're they're talking about the idea of could cap and tony win you know cap beat tony in a fight um and then th- they point back to in iron man 1 when um and if you can remember back that far andy i know you struggle with the mcu i do struggle <laughs> with the mcu um, trivia thanks so, a lot <laughs> so they point back to uh in the first movie iron man th- or the first, mark 3 armor yeah um tony is flying and he takes a tank shell yeah. To the face. Yeah. And then crash lands. Mm-hmm. And then he gets up and he walk and in with enough time he gets up, dodges one dodges another tank missile and then takes the tank out. And then walk turns around and the amazing and the, and like, it's, explosion. It's, yeah, one I of I that. think my favorite walk away from walk away from explosion maybe ever. But yeah. so they point back to that saying if Tony can take Tony an Iron Man armor can take a tank missile to the face, <laughs> then crash land. 
And the armor, like there's nothing in that moment, there's nothing that says that the armor is damaged or anything of that nature. Then why is Tony's armor damaged by one? It's damaged by Winter Soldier. I think it's Winter Soldier. Or no, it's Cap when he's flying up that damages his boot. Maybe oh, yeah, you yeah, can yeah, make yeah. an argument for that, but like Cap's punches and Cap's shield, like there's no way that Cap's shield. There's no way that Cap can put that much force behind yes. you know behind a punch. So he, that was, he just brought down a helicopter. Captain, yeah, I, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, well, but, without his shield, without <laughs> yeah. I know, but and I don't. The shield think, is stronger than than but Tony's is he, armor. Is he stronger? Is maybe, but is he? Is it? Can he literally put enough force behind it at that close range? I don't know. So, but they point to that, and then you know, uh, they they talk then about um about how Tony avail you know uh, looks at his fight pattern. And that was incredible. And I thought, and they, they said, actually, I something really I didn't cool. know was that was pulled straight from the, straight from the comics. Um, and essentially, you know, he outboxes him, but, uh, that yeah, was so really cool. I don't know. I, I think like they, they then ask, can cap punch harder than a missile? Can he punch harder than a crash landing? Can he sidestep a missile? Probably. But how about after taking a missile to the face and a violent crash landing? Oh so that was just kind of, well, I guess it's maybe also, he <laughs> took one missile. Cap hit him how many times? That's true. I mean, that's true. But you know, the Flash isn't super strong either. But he'll hit you eight million times, <laughs> you're, you're, and he could beat you. He could beat Thor. Dang it! <laughs> oh my god, I'm not there. Anyway, so I guess like and, uh, we, we, Andy, you kind of hit on it briefly, but let's just talk a little bit about our our favorite kind of parts of the movie. Yeah, John, what was your your favorite part, or maybe element, the you know? highlight of it? You might have said it already. But... Yeah, it's got to be Spider Man. Yeah. You know, I, I really appreciate the Captain America fight and sequences, too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, anything uh, anything else, Spider-Man? Um, I thought the vision was really cool. I really you know, he was much more vision-like in this movie yeah. than he was in the last one, too. Yeah. yeah. Ant-Man. It was incredible. We haven't even mentioned Ant-Man I know. Yet, That's what he, I was kind was... of fishing. I was fishing. Yeah. Like, who's going to be the first one to say it? Because I was just... I don't know. There were so many good parts in this movie. They really... I, I think this is my favorite Marvel movie now. Gotcha. Really. I mean, I think they really just upped the bar. Okay. That's crazy. CP, how about you, man? What was your highlight, your favorite part? Um, I I think mine, and, and I swear, Andy, I'm not just trying to cut down Batman v Superman, but I think... <laughs> I am. I think, <laughs> I think the credit, is, like, I, I'm just, I enjoyed that, kind of like I said earlier, I guess, but the, the tension between... Are you Team Cap or are you Team Iron Man? And and maybe a little bit of flip flop there. I yeah. enjoyed that they they fleshed that out. Yeah. And the the ultimate fight or showdown, you know. You, th- you think that works earned. better because of the year we're in, being an election year? <laughs> I don't know. No, honestly, because yeah. you take it in context. The, the, the I mean, there already is that tension already in every yeah. election year, you know. And here so they are, just like bringing it right into your face. Yeah. I don't. Know. I wonder if they planned all this. I mean, there's. I, I mean. That's kind of what they do. Marvel Studios, they plan stuff out. So, yeah. I mean, but I the mean, way they've so done all of this is because they've thought it out, you know, to well, give Well, if this wasn't planned, it's a very happy accident. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's just the tension that we're facing as a yeah. as a culture, you yeah. know, at least here in the States right now. So, but yeah, I, I think my my favorite thing is just that that tension and and feeling when you finally, because, you know, the whole time, and I think it was, I think it was Mel uh, Ilkenhans that, that told me when, She's like the whole time she was watching it, and then you finally get to. She's like realizing, oh, Cap and Tony haven't fought yet. Like you know, Cap, Tony, and Bucky haven't fought yet. Um, uh, you know, up until because it's you know almost the end of the movie, and right? Then, because and, they get to a point where you think, oh, it's it's, it's resolved, and, right? Right. Yeah. And that was all just propaganda. Like they're never really going to fight like that. Um, <laughs> and so, but she 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 said that she was even like rationalizing in her head how they were really really they were just going to fake Zemo out. Like they weren't really fighting, and they were just wanted him to think they were fighting. But uh, it was really an all-out, all-out brawl. Um, and I also, well, I guess one last thing, and then and then I'll be done talking. I can, I'll give it back to you, Andy. But, Cody, uh, this is this is uh, half of your podcast, bro. You can, you can talk. Bro. So uh, I, I I liked that in you know you see that first um, we saw it in the trailers that fight between Cap and Bucky and and Tony. They do such a good job of making it look like Tony is getting his but handed to him and ultimately he does a good job in that fight and he holds his own yeah pretty well and i i would agree i would argue that you know he he would be able to take them maybe not beat them ultimately that's not what happens you know but yeah. he would at least be able to hold his own in that fight so 
Andy, you said your favorite thing was Black Panther, right? Yeah, I think I think I'm gonna go with that. I mean, there were it was just so cool to see everyone come together. It it was a little bit of that magic from the first Avengers of seeing, you know, that that sweet movie shot where they're you know this, they're all in the circle, right. you know. So um, when they're getting when they're recruiting people and you kind of know like okay this face off is gonna happen and um, you know we've seen it in the commercials and the trailers and so we knew this was gonna you know happen right right now in this movie at, the, at this point in the movie um so for me personally like black panther was great but it was also a second place would be just that lineup of them just kind of staring down each other and then you know slowly running and getting to that conflict in the middle that um that fight right there and um ant-man was great man he really was and i there was a part of me that like i he brings so much as mcu that I almost forgot about, like I almost mm-hmm. honestly forgot about it, like how, like what he brings to the table. Well, Tony doesn't even know who he is. <laughs> that's, yeah. so that's so true. I get so, I mean, and I, you know, we saw it, a big group of us saw it, and so my wife Brittany was next to me, and uh, she, she just made the comment like, "There are so, <laughs> there are so many good-looking guys on the, in this movie right now." <laughs> <laughs> just, I just laugh like she like I said something to her and then like she whispered that to me and I just kind of laughed because I just thought like yeah I guess yeah there there's some good looking guys right now in this movie but um but yeah so Ant Man was great the fact that he was able to get, turn you know get big he and not giant just, man. yeah and become right. giant man at that point was awesome um the the little nod to Star Wars <laughs> and, yeah and that was so back. like it was <laughs> I think I don't know if that's just Disney being like yeah we own your pretty much your entire geekdom yeah like at no, least but that that is how, that's how we brought them down yeah, yeah. yeah I know like, <laughs> and like it was a great it was a great way to work it in but it was just like I think in my mind it's it's Disney being like yeah we own Lucasfilm it's too. synergy yeah right it's Disney synergy yeah. and <laughs> with I loved with Ant Man that he's like. He's like he always calls him Captain America. Like yeah, yeah. Captain, yeah. Captain but America. he doesn't no have one to. Calls him Captain America. <laughs> like he always uses the whole. It's a pleasure to meet you, Captain America. So, like he always uses the whole whole thing. So I I think that was so funny. But it's, uh, yeah, it was great. I so that was that was part of my favorite part was Black Panther, and then just that seeing everyone lined up, getting ready to face each other was really really cool in my opinion. Uh, of course, there's always the other side of the coin. I don't know if that's if that list is long or short for you guys, but um, was there a part of the movie that you thought was weak or that you thought uh, this wasn't as good as I have, you know, I hoped that it was going to be? Um, I, I know I, I kind of said already to you, John, why I was team Iron Man was because right. had it was connected to my least favorite part of the movie. But uh, John, let's hear your thoughts first. What was your your weakest part or your lowest part of the movie, in your opinion? Lowest part of the movie. I don't know if it was weak. I mean, I was, I was, uh, I, I think touched at Peggy's funeral. Mm. You know, and then you find out that yeah. Sharon is is related. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but also I was like, did that fit in the narrative somehow? I that mean, was, was I, I, I. You may know this. Maybe I. I don't know this, but. Is that the is that comic book accurate? Like, is there Peggy? Peggy and Sharon are yeah, they are related. Okay, I I just didn't I, I didn't know that. So I did, my first thought was, did they just do this for the movie? No, or is yeah, that because they never called by her last name her last in the Winter Soldier. Yeah, you never did. find out her last name. Yeah, you know because we just wa- like we watched 13. it we rewatched it before we went to go to the movie and I told my wife I said you know who she is and she's like no I said you know her last name's Carter. Yeah, I had no idea. So when that when when that relation was made, I thought I was like, oh, I yeah, I that's like, move that that's okay. comic accurate. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, so that was kind of yeah. I was like, I don't know how you know if you take that out of the movie, I don't know how it really. If- I I think the one thing that it does is, and I can, but it's I, a Captain America movie, right? It's Captain that's America true. movie. That's true. So it, you know, I keep thinking it's an Avengers movie. Yeah, and it seems like it should be. Like it should have. It almost feels like it should have been Mar- like just Marvel's Civil War. Um, I think what that yeah. does in the plot is it, there's some things that are said. Um, I can't remember exactly what, what Sharon says, but while she's speaking at the funeral, she says something to the, I think something that kind of convicts Cap further in his stance that, right. yes. This oh, is yeah. oh, right. She talks about Peggy's convictions. Right, yeah. right. Like yeah. How she became, and it reinforces Steve's yeah. And it, yeah, it reinforces what he's saying. Because then well he done, has Cody. a conversation with uh, with Black Widow. So. Yeah. 
that's true. Um, Cody, how about you, man? What was your, your least favorite part or the weakest part, in your opinion, of the movie? Um, I, I have my weakest part, and then I have just kind of a question that's been asked a lot. Um, okay. So my weakest, my my weak point, and and I know this might kind of be counter counter idea to what most people say. Okay, um, I can't wait to hear this. But I'm really excited. my concern with these Marvel movies is I I didn't like this one as much as I did Winter Soldier. And maybe as I did Iron Man three, and I, I think, and Andy, you and I kind of were talking about this briefly uh, a couple of days ago, or, but I think they might have peaked out at Avengers and like those last couple ones before before Age of Ultron. Yeah. Um, and I I don't know necessarily why that is. Maybe it's just that I that we've seen it so much or something, you know. Um, but I'm I just I again I really did enjoy this movie. I liked it a lot. Yeah. But. I think ultimately, like thinking, like comparing this one to Iron Man three, comparing this one to Winter Soldier, and and maybe even the, the that first Avengers, I think those are still, like this is definitely top five. I think, yeah, but it still doesn't outrank those ones as yeah. as my favorites necessarily. Yeah, I think that's. I mean, that's that's definitely different because like a lot of people are putting this up there as their favorite. Like John, like yeah. you just said, like this might be my my new favorite of the favorite of all. Of I, them. I'm hoping the new Spider Man movie tops it though. Yeah. That yeah, that'd be. I mean, again, there's still a lot of movies that can. There's can, a lot to come. Yeah, exactly. Um, but that's an interesting point that you said. Uh, my week, in my opinion, the weakest part of the movie, and my least favorite part of the movie, um, and this is the connection to being on Team Iron Man. Is it was frustrating to me that that Captain America has a blind side to Bucky, to his buddy, the Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. and I feel like. Mm. I feel like that as um, as the movies as the movie is uh, is is unfolding and everything's happening there's a and it, it, he kind of he kind of points this out points this out himself but as soon as in that opening fight as soon as the bad guy mentions the winter soldier or bucky it totally brings captain america's like defense like his defenses, shield, his, his like, guard down. His literally, yeah, his guard is down at that point, and then it makes it possible for him to set off the explosion of, of the the bomb that he had on his chest or whatever. Um, so throughout the whole movie, essentially, this is all this is all happening because of of Bucky maybe being the one that set off the bomb when this UN you know a signing or this meeting that they were having, and again immediately it's like Cap has to stop him, has to protect him, has to, you know, defend him somehow. And it was kind of getting a little ridiculous that, like, Captain was willing to throw away so much and lose the Avengers and all divide the team, all for the sake of what started and really how it played out just defending Bucky Barnes. And Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's how other people saw it or if it's just maybe me but John, do you think that's accurate? Do you do you see? Well, I has to say something to, to Cap's character that he, you know, how far is he going to go for his friends? Yeah, you know, I mean, that's not just a friend; it's his best friend. Yeah, you know, someone he grew up with. I mean, it's a little, kind of the only person he knows. You know, you, yeah. I could say like, wouldn't you do that for your wife? Would I do that for my? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I think. Well, he just I, said yes. yeah. That, so that, you know, Cap's not married. So. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's. It, it, I'm thinking, and again, this is where it's like a, it's a comic book, so like movie, so I got to remember that, and it's not real life. Well, I think knowing the fact that Cap knew like a lot of the bad things he did, brainwashed or not, I mean, yeah. I th- I think Cap, I w- I would hope that Cap would say yes. There is still some accountability. Yeah, you know, um, maybe I'm wrong on, on that, but. You know, there could have been another resolution where it, they take it out of Cap's hands. Like if something happened to the Winter Soldier, yeah, like if he yeah. died in the fight, whatever, yeah. trying to redeem himself. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that would at least bring it to a close. He did pay the price. Yeah. You know, and so forth. But that didn't happen. You know, I would. I thought that if Cap didn't know about Tony's parents and that's when he found out also, how would that have changed mm-hmm. the storyline at that point? Yeah. If Cap didn't know till then? Yeah. What if he found out, like, when Iron Man found out at the same time? Yeah. Would that have totally turned the movie around? But see, that was my other thought, too. Is like, I don't, I might have missed this, but. 
You know, because Tony Tony the, was his friend it, too. He says, yeah, he but that's the other thing that f- frustrated me. And I'm like, I think you're just gonna keep this away from like Tony. Like, yeah. like uh, that was the other thing that really bugged me. Again, that was a that uh, was the, the question that I was I was asked. Uh, it came up right after the movie, and then um, one, my one of my friends texted me this as well. But when does to- like asking when does Tony or when does Cap find out about Bucky killing? Uh, killing the Starks, and I think the the best the best explanation that I have, or the best uh, what I think the explanation is, is that it's he finds out after they let Bucky out of that vice. And yeah. It, like, but they want the they want us, you know, for the sake of the narrative, they want us to find out with Tony, so uh, sure. so that Tony Tony's sure you want pain that emotional response. resonates. We resonate with Tony's pain. Yeah. Um. But ultimately, it it, it was I agree it was a little like. A little confusing yeah and even something simple is like just like bucky saying like oh this is what he wanted to know about this about the starks something like some some you know, subtle nod to what to- he's tony asked like do you even remember yeah. them and he's i remember all of them yeah mm-hmm. so it's not like he's unaware right yeah it was uh, it was so it was really just that was frustrating to me i think that's why it was because I was already kind of shifting gears and kind of, you know, changing sides as just a natural rule follower in me and all that. But everything, I just felt like, Cap, like, I know it's your best friend. I know you're being loyal and I get that. But it's, it, at the end of the day, like, he, he is responsible for this. Maybe, you know, you know I, I was thinking, like, what if they do bring him in? Like, can he not make the case that he was brainwashed? Like, mm-hmm. it, isn't it that at that point, like, out of his and hands? And then they see it proved, like, at the place where he's arrested. They yeah. see it proved. This guy gets brainwashed. I mean, right. I guess, like, that it was blacked out, so nobody knows that. But we see him just snap, essentially. Yeah, I don't um, know. That was... And flip a switch. Yeah. You, I, I have a question for for you guys. Do you think that, like, we you know, kind of talking about Cap and the Winter Soldier and their relationship, do you think that the, the like, Cap's stance on the Sokovia Accords would have would have been different had Zemo and Bucky not been involved? No. You think he still would have been, hard, like, dead set against them? Yeah. I'm wondering the exact opposite. Would Tony's opinion be different if that woman didn't meet him by the elevator uh-huh. and tell about her son that died? Hmm. sure being over there i i don't know like if this would have mattered or if that would have mattered i think no matter what though it would have i think the road would have eventually led to that some form of accountability it was definitely like with scarlet witch with her that explosion happening you know and a a floor of people uh dying because of that like eventually that was going to catch up um but I don't know if, if you know, he would have sided or you know he would have sided on this side or that side, no matter what. Um, I would like to think that, because in the comic book, I, I appreciate that for the most part, as far as Cap, you know, not being for the registration or the the accords, and Iron Man being for the registration and for the accountability. Like I like that they just kept that, um, you know, to the comic book right. source. Um, so I think eventually it it would have happened in no matter what, essentially. I, I guess I, I, I kind of am inclined to think that, or maybe if Peggy hadn't died at the same moment, that, that he wouldn't have been so hardcore against it, I guess. I, I don't think, just because he's Captain America, I don't think he serves government. He serves the American ideal. The idea of freedom. Yeah. 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 And that's ultimately what he's standing for, is, is right. freedom for enhanced individuals. You know, And he thinks that them being prosecuted or them being put under this kind of oppression is against is violating their freedoms. Yeah. I, I, I mean, no matter what I, I, this was one of the highlights of the movie is that you were able to have this conversation with anyone who saw it and figure out, okay, who were you for? Well, it just proves it's a success because it gets people talking like this, right? (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. I I just thought that was, I didn't have any of these conversations about Batman versus. Oh my God. Oh my word. That's incredible. Um, One, one last thing. uh, uh, It's a secondary, uh, in my opinion, just a weak point, but maybe you guys can help me out. Maybe shed some light uh, to the subject, but um, I kind of felt like the, the resolution of the movie was just kind of like 
ambiguous. Yeah, it was just kind of like, well, okay, here we are. Kind of like, I, I never, it didn't feel like there was an ending where, you know, something really mattered, or I, I didn't feel like it really made it left its mark. It kind of just felt like okay. it just ended almost the same place where, it, where kind of started, and that's essentially. We don't. We're not going to sign this, so we're just going to do our own thing, and you can sign Cap that. And into hiding. Yeah, it's kind of just like, well, I don't know. To did be you, continued. Yeah. Did, did you kind of get that impression? Well, I, I didn't mind it so much, only because you know, I see a problem when movies planned to be a franchise, and the first movie comes out, and like, oh well, if it had done well, we would have done this, this, and this, and they're banking on yeah being multiple movies when. Then that one stinks, and yeah. then there is no <laughs> yeah. follow is no up to film. it. You know, like that's that. the worst way to go into it. You know, yeah. you can't. I don't think you should go in thinking, "Oh, and make six movies." Yeah, you got to make one properly first. Marvel's gone past that point now. Yeah, right. They are the franchise. They are making the franchise. I think it's okay. They left that one a little ambiguous and to be continued. Yeah, so they could pick up the threads. Yeah, you know, in another movie. Yeah. Um, be the Black Panther movie, you right, know, the Spider Man right. movie, yeah. uh, the next Avengers, Infinity War, Avengers yeah, right. movie, yeah. and so forth. You know, the interconnectivity was was the key to the start of the Marvel universe in the sixties. That they yeah. did live all in the same universe, and mm-hmm. what happened in one book, there would be ramifications in the other book, even if it was in the background. You know, you, if you it was still happening. And it, was it was still, still there. Things. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I like Andy, I'm I'm gonna. I think maybe it just wasn't the resolution that you wanted. Think so. I, I yeah. think I think the resolution that we want at the end of this movie is you ultimately want everyone to be like, yeah, we're never mind, we're friends, you know. And that's kind of what happens at the, in the comic book, if I'm not mistaken, right? We're more like I, I know Cap dies shortly after, yeah. right after yeah. Civil War, but ultimately Tony's like, no, this wasn't worth it, you know. Mm-hmm. It, like the Civil War, it, it never should have happened. Yeah. Um, and they all ultimately are all fighting, you know, on the same side, and we even see that in the in the Secret Wars 2099. Or the Secret Wars Civil War tie-in mm-hmm. that their Cap and uh, Bucky or Cap and Tony rather ultimately come back together. So I I think that maybe your issue is just that you this is you wanted them to end up friends again and so. and get Zemo. Yeah, and that's not ultimately what happens. Yeah, but, I, Zemo, but Zemo is caught. Zemo and is are caught. they friends again? Cap sent him the message. He I says mean, he's yeah. there to help. He addressed it to Tony Stank. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> they keep on the the, the cameos that uh, Stan Lee are you know continuing to make. Like I think they great. need to do a full body scan of Stan and have him record every single syllable. So when he dies, he can still make yeah, cameos. Yeah, he's back in. Yeah, that was a, that was really great, and I loved how. Uh, War Machine was like that joke's never gonna yeah. go away. Like, <laughs> I hope that that shows up again. <laughs> like I hope the next time we see Tony and and you know and and maybe it's even if it's Tony and someone else. Yeah, you know, you know like, they, to, like somebody. They else did curse a little bit more in the movie than I anticipated. Yeah, yeah. And uh, was anybody else waiting for Cap to go language at no, any point? That would have been great. I was hoping somebody, especially would. when Spider Man yeah, just like yelled. Yeah, yeah. that would have been really good. Actually. I, I would <laughs> that would have been really funny. If, even if he muttered it to himself. Or, yeah, or even oh, if Tony, language. like when when Spider Man swears, <laughs> yeah. If Tony would have been like, "Hey, Cap doesn't like that," yeah. <laughs> like something <laughs> that effect would have yeah. been would have been really good. Uh, no, and no I, I guess like hoping that that stank like somebody, <laughs> shows somebody up again. else like that shows up again. So, uh, yeah. but that is our episode for Heroes and Captain America: Civil War. We would still love to hear what you thought of the movie. Let us know on social media. You can tell us on Twitter and Instagram at Heroes underscore and. You can tell us on Facebook at facebook.com slash heroesand or email us at heroesandpodcast at gmail.com. Just want to give you guys the new comics coming out uh, for May 11th. Uh, we have Action Comics number 52. We have Batman issue number 52. Uh, man, that's the last issue of that uh, Batman run. There it is, bro. Uh, now you, it. You're not reading Batman comics anymore. No, I'm what, actually... What one is the, Snyder going to? He's uh, writing for All-Star... Star Batman. Yeah. Um, so that's so, yeah, one Andy's going to read. That's the one I'm going to start reading. <laughs> uh, we also have all new, all different Avengers number nine, and then all new X Men issue number nine. And if you're able to subscribe, rate, review, and share Heroes and with your friends, uh, we would appreciate that. Any support that you can give in that manner would be awesome. Yes. I just want to say big thanks to John Pinto for joining us on the podcast for this episode. Uh, John, if people wanted to. 
um, get more information about you or your artwork, all that, where can they find that, man? That's the first time you've mentioned my artwork. You let, yeah. I Nobody actually, knows who I am, I just, this whole podcast. But they know and, uh, that you love right. Frosted Flakes. But then <laughs> sugar snacks. Your sugar team I know waffler. <laughs> yeah. You said that you like Spider-Man. Okay, yeah. I am an artist, and you can see my work at www.johnpinto.com. There's no H in John. It's a whole different website if you put the H in. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm on other social media. You can just search for Art of Pinto, yeah, and I'm on Tumblr, what, Twitter, Instagram. <laughs> well, there's there's two. One is a fetish artist, and one is a okay, very reli- I, you know, religious person. So J O N Pinto. Don't want to get that mixed up. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Well, I appreciate you being on the on the podcast, man. Um, it was a lot of fun. Uh, thanks for listening to Heroes and um, Andy. I'm John. <laughs> I'm Cody, and, and we're, we're out. out. Sorry, I wasn't looking. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gazing off into space. I I can't wait to hear that. That's gonna be.